This is the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Hey, good afternoon and welcome to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Jim Ronding along with Gary Callagher. We work for Remax, and uh, here we go. Mr. Callagher, how are you this afternoon? Jim, we're frigid. Yeah, I, I hear. Say. That's you know, it's frigid. It's been frigid. It's. Uh, I think we experienced the coldest night of this season so far, uh, Thursday night into Friday. Um, and I, you know, I was out a little bit, and and the, when the wind blows when it's that cold, you know, you don't. Uh, even though we've lived up here for so long, and you know, decade after decade, when this extreme weather happens and you're out in it and that wind is blowing, it really gets your attention and it really makes a difference on how I think your body functions, how your house functions, how we just function as a, as a people in these communities up here that have to experience this. It's really wild that what we uh, what this weather does to us and how it affects the real estate market. I mean, I think that's, that's a significant uh uh, you know, issue as well. So, but, uh, well, how, you know, I've and, been, and, and Jim, looking at the, looking at the, the, uh, the weather maps, I will say this to you. There were two places in the country that I noticed that had fairly warm temperatures. One was Southwest California and the other one was Southern Florida. Yeah, we were. Uh, we've been in the eighties um, the last couple of days, right? Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, um, on Friday, all of the the weather in Duluth made the um, I can't remember if it was CNN or, or Fox or I don't know one one of the national news places I was watching. Um, they brought up Duluth for the low. Um, and I don't think that they did it to to feel sorry for Duluth, but they did it because they're based in New York and it's all headed that way for the weekend. Um, so they were they were kind of leading up to it's going to get cold out here in the East Coast. So yeah, it's uh it's it's kind of a nasty nasty little cold snap. It's kind of been a brutal well, winter up there, hasn't it? Well, really, quite frankly, it hasn't been bad. I mean, okay. I think we had a, a week-long cold snap around Christmas, and then we had this recent cold snap that we've had. But, but well, I've been adding that along to the snow levels. Well, the snow has just been ridiculous this winter. But uh, uh, with, over with the cold and the extreme cold and stuff like that, it really hasn't been too bad. And, and uh, uh, you know, if you like snow, it's been a good year. If you don't like snow, it's been a light and year. But... Overall, I would say temperature-wise, which I think a lot of people don't really like, it hasn't been super bad, you know. But, uh, um, you know, when it comes to real estate, Jim, listen, there's a lot of things that go up in, in the Twin Ports area up here when it comes to this type of weather. And I really think it puts a slowdown in the marketplace because oh, yeah. people just simply don't want to deal with the Who wants cold. to go outside, you know? Yeah, you know, and then the snow and all that type of stuff. And, uh uh, the other thing that that we deal with up here is, and I, you know, everybody works during the day, or most everybody works during the day, and you know, you'll get calls from from people that want to look at houses, buyers that are in the marketplace, and they want to go after work. Well, once you start getting into that five five thirty time line, it starts to get dark up here, and you know, I'll. I'll 
always suggest to people that we try to look at houses with as much daylight as possible because it's nearly impossible to go look at the exterior of the house and walk around the house with all the snow. And then when you add the darkness into it, it just really is, it it can be a challenge uh, to look at anything outside and quite frankly, inside as well. So trying to look at the daylight, I think is always ideal. Sometimes you can't, but um, uh, just a suggestion to people, but, but this snow and cold weather is something that people just don't like to deal with. And so I think it's, and up here locally, Jim, the market has been slow. You know, the last several years, we've had a busy, active January, February, March, you know, but I think this is a more normal market that we're going to get into here where things really don't start to pick up as, until we get into late March, you know, and, and just talking to a sampling of agents over the last week, even, even the agents that are generally speaking, very active, they're slow. They're slow. It's it's not. Um, uh, I think there are some people that are getting not worried, but I think they're questioning. You know, like what's going on? And I think it's just a market. But I I think it's. I don't think it's anything for us to worry about. I think the 2023 market is going to be just fine. I think it's just going to be a much more normal market, and it's gonna it, it's gonna start a little bit later than we've all gotten used to over the last several years. Well, and uh, hopefully um, this is your last big cold snap. Um, but it's kind of it's interesting. I've gotten I've, I've I've received calls from three different people from up, you know, in the frigid area, not necessarily the Twin Ports, um, but you know, saying, "All right, get me out of here. Um, try to help me find a spot," you know. So, but I tell you what, the real estate market, it, it, the interest rates are not helping. Um, it seems like we're we're on our way ticking back up again, um, but I you know you're going to have to report on what we exactly have. I, I currently don't have any internet while we're recording, so let's well let's the interest move into rates, that. Jim, are actually quite favorable, quite frankly, and and that uh, watching that ten year uh, uh, yield on the bond market that's down. I mean, my goodness, it's under three and a half percent on the yield. So the the thirty year fixed rate is at five point six two five. Uh, the 30-year FHA term is at 6.125, and the 30-year FH or VA term is at 5.625. And and most of the the mortgages that we deal with are going to be conventional, Jim. Right. If you want to do a 20-year conventional fixed term, those are 5.25, and a 15-year Jim is at 4.9. Yeah, Nine. that is that is just better. under five percent. So, uh, and then they also have 10 year fixed rates at 4.99 as well. So the, the, the environment for mortgage interest rates is becoming much more favorable. And I think what we're going to begin to see, and we've been talking about this for the last few months is as we get into the spring market, I think you'll start to see the refinance market heat up. And I think you'll start to see that activity, um, uh, start to come back to life because the refinance activity just went down to nothing as we got into, you know, uh, April and May of 2022. And as we got into, uh, uh, you know, late third quarter, early fourth quarter of 2022, that's when these mortgage rates peaked and, you know, you're up in the mid sevens for some of these rates. That's really pretty much as high as it got. Um, uh, and then after the election, they started to come down again. So we're getting into a much more favorable environment. And I think what happened is 
you got a lot of buyers or a significant percentage of buyers that said, whoa, you know, I mean, I think there's always buyers that have to buy. They're going to buy. The house comes up. They want. They buy it. They pay the interest rate. And I ultimately think they'll refinance as we get into uh, once their mortgage seasons and they're allowed to. Um, but I also think that there were buyers that just kind of took a break and said, you know, we're not, you know, we want 3% again. <laughs> right. No, <laughs> which, I know. and I Which they're never going to get. I mean, I think that era is over. Um, but uh, uh, I think once we settle this market down and we get inflation under control, I, I, I do think that you're going to start to see a, a little bit more stable environment for the mortgage rates. And they'll probably stabilize in that 5.5% rate for the 30-year terms. But I still think you'll be able to get under 5% on a conventional loan if, you, if you're willing to go 20, 15, 10-year type thing. So uh, once that happens, then I, I think you'll start to see this market start to normalize again and we'll get back into, into an active market. And some of the experts are actually predicting this now that, you know, we're going to be in for a slow start in the first quarter. But as we get into the second and third quarter, where typically is our most active market up here, you'll start to see a normalization and the activity levels will uh, will start to go up again. Well, and I, um, I, I hope that's correct. I, you know, the, the, um, the big R recession word has been... Um, been tossed around a little bit you know a mild recession with a quick recovery kind of a thing um but anyway it's 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 very interesting i i think that you what you hit on was um inflation i mean man this has got to get they've got to get it under control and um let's just yeah this economy has gotta it, it is improving but it's it's gotta it's gotta still stabilize and Boy, I wish in the political scenes they'd be paying attention to these things more than they are each other, you know. So it just seems like nothing's getting done in the in the world of government again. But anyway, um, the market up there has been slow for a month or so since all the snow has been accumulating. Yep, the market's been uh, slow since we got into pretty much Thanksgiving. You know, it's been a, a very slow start to this um, this new season. But, uh, well, everybody think, in the Northland is in is in good shape then. I mean, as far as physical goals, because you have to shovel snow so much. <laughs> well, we're staying in shape because of that. But uh, I'm I'm you know you start to get a little bit worried about the market, and it's like, boy, are we going into another uh, housing recession? And I don't, and I don't think that's going to happen. I just I just don't I, see that on the horizon, you know, and uh, I'm I'm bullish on uh, the market getting back to and normalizing. I agree with you. And Mr. Callagher, we are at our first break here. So folks, you're tuned into the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Jim Ronning, Gary Callagher here from Remax. If you're interested in finding out about the market in Florida, give me a call, 218-348-7653. And Mr. Callagher, please give us your digits. Up here in the Twin Ports, I'm at 218-390-0615. All right. So we were just, we ended on um, talking about, you know, the real estate market and the health of it all. And um, uh, I'll give you some of uh, some some little stats here from our market down here in Charlotte County, um, which which showed a, a very flattening of the market. And yet now it's kind of picking up again. Um, <clears throat> so we are at a 2.8 month 
um, supply of homes on the market. And, you know, if you go back a year ago, um, they're saying we had a one month supply of homes. I, I, I don't believe it. <laughs> I think that we, we had less than um, a one month supply of homes. Um, and um, it's, it's now up to uh, 93 days on market from start to finish, from, from listing to closing. And um, that is, that is uh, up from 53 days. So it's, um, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, and right now, um, we're, sellers are receiving 96.7% of the list price. As if you go back a year ago, they're, they're right ticking right at 100%. You know, so it's, it's interesting. The market is, um, is, is suffered a little bit of a setback. But it's not um, it's not terrible. So, and the median sale price here uh, is three hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. So that's down from four hundred and twelve. So we actually have had you know um, a pretty significant decrease in 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 prices. But you know that was December to December, and it is super busy right here right now. So I I kind of think that um, those numbers are gonna are gonna change and and go back up. Well, up here, Jim, too, in the Twin Ports, we have uh, currently have 74 active listings on our home market. Uh, we've sold 67 homes so far this year with an average sale price of $265,000. And uh, we have uh, 74 listings under contract. Uh, and so, you know, again, it's kind of a slow start to the year. But, um, you know, if you look at the numbers, we've got just over a month supply of homes based on what is sold and what's active. And that's, again, lack of inventory. Uh, when you have a one month supply, a little over a one month supply of homes, that's still a seller's market. Yeah. Um, well, I think and, that is weather related too, right? Like you were saying. Well, yeah, I think that we, you, we have the seasonal issue going on. But, um, it, it, you know, again, it falls in line with what a lot of the predictions were. And, with the rise in interest rates um, and the slowing of activity, there was a, a, a thought process is that, well, geez, the, you know, when you raise the interest rates, typically housing prices come down. But a number of the experts and professionals across the country went against the grain on that and said, no, I mean, yes, that's what happens typically. But because of the lack of inventory. Right, exactly. You're, the housing prices are going to re uh, remain stable and they're not really going to drop that much. They think that there's going to be a slowing in price growth and there, there are going to be situations to where you put a house on the market and it's, it's not going to sell for whatever reason, but overall they're not, they're not expecting a big, a significant drop off in price. There, there might be a drop off in unit sales. And I think that they predicted a 20 to 30% drop in, in actual uh, unit sales across the board nationally, but pricing, no. Um, and, and that remains to be seen. And I want to give you one example, Jim, is people, I think, still trying to cash in on the market. There's a house that came on the market earlier this week that um, I, I uh, went and showed, and uh, it hit the market. It was over 500000 and I looked when I looked at this online. I thought, boy, that seems really expensive for that house. And anyways, right. the buyers buyers wanted to go look at it. We went and looked at it, and I got up there, and I'm like, holy cow, this is five hundred and thirty grand. And then you add closing costs onto this, and you know you're going to be five hundred and fifty thousand dollars into this thing before you know it. 
you know, just to buy it. And it just didn't seem like it was worth it to me. And I think the buyers, the buyers liked it, but you know, I think it was a situation to where, um, uh, you have, uh, um, the house was a little bit out of the market, you know, in terms of drive time to kids activities and stuff like that. So I think that they were, they were dealing with that. And, uh, um, uh, you know, so overall they, they like it, but they haven't made a move on it, but I thought, boy, it was a, a little bit overpriced on this thing and it's still sitting on the market. And, uh, albeit it's, it's been about 10 days on the market. We'll have to see what happens, but, um, um, interesting. Yeah. Well, and, and I, I, I recently listed a property down here and I, and I thought I, you know, well, I knew for sure that I was on the high end. Um, and it, it was amazing, even though we were on the high end, we got investors offers, which were, you know, way too low. Um, that never stops down here. You know, you list a property and you'll get a cash investor offer, you know, probably you'll get two or three of them in the first two or three days. Um, and the sellers just generally don't deal with them. Um, but anyway, you know, this house, which I thought was, you know, um, Again, it's it's kind of hard to gauge where the market's going, but anyway, we 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 put her on the market, and boy, we had an accepted offer in about eight days. Um, so, you know, you know, um, erring on the on the upside a little bit down here still isn't going to hurt you. Well, I think this is one of the things that we're going to start to see this year. I think houses that are, I don't want to say grossly overpriced. But I think that you're going to see a slowing of price growth and you're going to see buyers going into some of these houses and saying it's not worth it. And, and just taking that, like rolling back and, and especially if they don't have, if they don't have to move, if they already have a house, I think that they're going to be a little bit more um, cautious about going all in. And then when, and if these houses don't sell Jim, you know, the last 2021 and, and the first half of 2022, and we had this like just in, in, incredible market of like, you know, multiple offers on everything. Price is going absolutely insane. I think you're going to see a, a softening of that type of a market. And if these houses begin to sit, then I think you'll see um, pricing. We'll, we'll, we'll have to see what, what the seller's mindsets are. And how they handle this new market and and what happens when their house doesn't sell. If their house begins to sit on the market and it's 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. And there's been a couple of them that are out there that have been sitting since last fall that haven't sold. And so what their mindset is and how this market adjusts to those properties, uh, that remains to be seen. You know, I still think this is a good market and there are still yeah. properties that come on the market that get multiple offers on them. But I think that we're also in a new market to where it's like you're not going to just be able to cash in and put your house out there and and say, hey, I can get whatever I want. I think that that's going to change. And and how that hits any given house, I think, remains to be seen. Yeah. And I've um, you know, with the sellers that I have that I have um, worked with down here, they're, they're they're accepting of a changing market. You know, I, I think that most of them are realistic in that, you know, I mean, it. the facts are the facts. You know, we're not we're not at the point where you're going to just be able to throw it on the market 
at kind of any any little price and um, make things work. So it's it's um, I think the mindset down here at least is accepting of it because you know how can they complain? In the last two years, you know our values have have, have risen by forty six percent. So yep. I mean losing ten percent over that high um, doesn't really hurt them that much. Um, you know, other than they, they think they wish their timing would have been better, you know, maybe so. Well, I think that's, that's really a, a valid point that, you, you know, the, the, the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, uh, is it's over for some people. It right. still exists for, for certain properties, but for a number of other properties, it's over. And so how, and when the, the sellers start to adjust to that. Uh, again, I think that remains to be seen. And and uh, but as your if you put your house on the market and it sits and you've got showings on it, people are looking at it, but nobody's offering on you. That's a that's the market rejecting your property for some reason. And typically, Jim, it it always relates back to value. Yeah. And so I think that that this is something that as we get into this this normalizing of the market how sellers mind shifts will change if their house isn't getting any offers on it. Right. And I think that it comes down to condition as well. You know, down here in Florida, um, you know, we, we might not have the, the, the snow and, and the cold and everything that really takes a, a hardship on the house, but we do have, you know, the salt air and the humidity and the humidity in the air. Um, just, I mean, it does a number on plumbing. It does a number on windows, the, the, the constant heat, um, you know, it does number on, you know, the patios outside and, and everything. So, uh, if, if people let their house go and they don't keep up with things, you know, just like up North, I mean, they're going to pay for it when they go to sell it because it's going to be, you know, it, it's going to be, um, a, a whole different situation. Well, listen, I, this is a really good point. And I think weather, regardless of where you live, weather has a big impact on housing. And, you know, you're in Florida, you're on a peninsula, you're surrounded basically by water on both sides right. of, of the state. And then you throw the salt water into it. And when you have the winds, listen, this salt water gets picked up in the air, it gets transported all over the state. And salt water on housing has a, can have a massive impact on it. And so I think that, that just trying to relate to that, you know, like up here, you know, we deal with, with cold and the impact of the cold weather, uh, the impact of, of whatever it is, I think weather has a significant impact on housing wherever you live. And so these, these are good points. And, and one thing, Jim, I, you, I don't know how much time we got left in this segment, but uh, we got uh, another five minutes. I was in a, a, a house again earlier this week, and this was a, a newer house built in mid 2000, say it had an air exchange system. Yep. And we walked into this house and the first thing that I noticed was the the build up on the on the windows of ice inside the house. And this was this was at the start of this this current cold snap that we're in. And we walked as we're walking around I'm looking at this and I'm thinking holy cow man there's a lot of ice build up on the inside of these windows. Air exchange system, extremely unusual to see this. Right. So the first thing that I, I 
that went through my mind was like, boy, I wonder if the air exchange system is even on. Yeah. And, you know, I went and you can look at the wall unit and yes, it was on. And so, uh, you know, I went down to the lower level of the house, looked at it. You can see the air exchange system and, you know, they've got the intake and the exhaust and they've got the lines coming in. And I noticed that these, um, uh, the, what they use, the, the venting that they use for these the exhaust and intake, boy, it looked to me like it wasn't sealed well. And I saw some duct tape around it, and I thought, boy, I don't know if this thing is working the way it's intended to. And so I immediately thought that, that there was probably an inefficiency within that system. But you just don't see interior ice buildup on these houses with with the air exchange systems that are in place you know and then the other thing typically that will cause this stuff is indoor uh you know humidity levels you know and, and what can cause that and, and then when you're in a dry air environment like we have up here with this cold weather unless you're like boiling water or you've got humidifiers running and that type of stuff it's really hard to get that level of humidity that's going to cause that type of ice and so I thought to myself, ah, something isn't right here. This is just too unusual. The other thing that I did check on this house is, you know, with the with the uh, air exchange uh, venting and you have the intake and the exhaust, I went outside and I looked because sometimes the air intake gets clogged. Right. And, and you, you can't – some of these things are up on the house and it's very difficult to clean them. And when I looked at it, and the, the air intake really wasn't clogged. It had a little bit of stuff on it, but – Overall, I thought that's not significant enough uh, that where it's going to cause humidity levels. What to about rise the filter? Else. Well, you know, you can't you can't go opening up somebody's. No, there. I get it, I get it, but I'm just uh, saying know, as a so as a potential cause. Yes, the filter could have been bad. If this air exchange system was a little bit placed, a little bit wanky the way it was, but you can't go opening up somebody's air exchange system when you're in the house uh, to look at that stuff. But um, it's um, uh, it was just very unusual that that this was happening, and and uh, if the buyers have interest in it, definitely would would suggest that they get that looked at. Well, and you know what? If we go back uh, many years now, when air exchangers first started to appear in the Northland, um, there were a couple of home inspections that we had where the air the air exchange system was installed improperly. Um, and and needed to be you know modified or or I you know taken down and, 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 and reinstalled. So I, you know, you never know if you're, if you've got a, if you got that kind of a system and you're still getting a buildup on your windows, it probably is a good time, Gary, to have somebody come over and take a look at it just to make sure that it's functioning properly. No question about it, Jim. I mean, it, that shouldn't be happening on, on these houses that have these air exchange systems in it. Yeah. It just shouldn't be happening. And, and to see, and, and, you know, if you got a little bit of condensation, you know, all right, you know, you look at it, that kind of stuff. But um, to have the ice build up like that was just like, eh, you know, and sometimes the fans go bad in these things. The yeah. motors go bad and people don't realize it. So getting that air exchange system checked out, I think, is uh, uh, something that should be considered. Yeah, that's for sure. And I, and I also think that um, with an air exchange system, if you've got this big buildup of ice on your windows, that might not be the only place where you're having some moisture issues. So it is a good idea to get to get that system checked out, um, especially if you're having those kind of concerns. But I think it's it's right right along with the with the furnace. You know, an annual checkup of these things is is what you should do 
um, regardless of operation, just to make sure that there are no um, currently n no current problems, but also something that could be happening that is going to affect you know your winter coming up. So annual inspections of your furnace, up, especially up in this market, Jim, I think yeah. are, are a must. You know, I know not everybody does them or can do them, but I think it's really important for people to consider uh, doing these annual checkups on your furnaces. All right, that brings us right to a perfect break, Mr. Callagher. So you're tuned into the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Hang in there, and we will be right back. Welcome back to the last segment of the Twin Ports Real Estate Show for this week. Jim Ron and Gary Callagher here from Remax. All right, Gary, so um, what do you got going on this week? I know that the, isn't the thaw supposed to be coming um, Monday or Tuesday or something like that? Well, I think the 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 uh, temperatures are going to moderate a bit here, but uh, uh, we don't we have a, a little bit of a work weekend up here. I personally do, uh, and then also just too, Jim. I just want to remind our listeners too: if you're thinking about selling your house, um, you know, just I'm at two one eight three nine zero zero six one five. If you let me know that you heard it on the radio, you got uh, a little bit of a real estate fee special that I can offer you, but um, uh, you know, there are buyers out there and, uh, I do have some, some buyers that are looking, uh, in, in, uh, certain areas. So if you got a house, you're thinking about selling it and you want to do a one-time showing or something like that, let me know. Uh, uh, the market will pick up. And as you get ready to sell your house, we, we do need houses. Uh, there you the go. market is, is, uh, is looking for active houses to sell. And then you can send them down to Florida and I'll find them something nice down here. Well, snowbirds, you bet, Jim. Uh, yeah. Jim's down there in, the, in that Florida market, and uh, you're in your active time of year right now. So, uh, I would uh, I would love to be one of your clients, Jim. But unfortunately, <laughs> uh, it's not in the cards yet. So, well, maybe, maybe yeah. in a few years. I got to tell you, down here, new construction is so insane. Um, there's so much going on. Um, a lot of these, a lot of these areas that I used, I've been driving by for, you know, 15 years, I've been coming to this area and, you know, nothing but a open field and man, it's just, it's amazing how things have changed. Um, and the population down here is, is really starting to grow. So yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a strange change. There's a lot of people up down here that don't like, you know, the density that's being created because this used to be a very sleepy little area but it's really not anymore um so there's a lot of good things going on and there's a lot of a lot of people that are choosing this area so yeah i don't i don't blame anybody i i love it down here so well one one final thing jim that for running out of time let me know but i want to uh remind everybody if you have a dryer a clothes dryer right make sure you keep that door closed at this time of year i know we've talked about this but i think it's so important when, and when we walk into house and this is, you know, primarily rentals, college rentals, those things. You always see the dryer door open. And uh, I think, you know, the uh, the amount of cold air that drafts into your house through an open dryer door is incredible. And all you got to do is if you if you dry your clothes and you leave them overnight, go open your clothes dryer the next morning and, and feel the clothes. They're going to be cold. And, uh, and, uh, and so keep, keep those really doors cool. closed. It, it, it certainly helps. Well, and the other thing too, when you're talking about the dryer, is make sure that you you, you know you, you snake out your vent, because that is the cause of a lot of fires as well. You know, you don't want that you, thing yes. blocked. 
you know. Um, uh, the, the lint buildup, especially this yes. time of year, people don't check it as much. But that's another very important thing. And if you notice that you've got your dryer on and, and your clothes aren't drying like they should be, your dryer vent's probably blocked. And, uh, and you should uh, uh, just go out there and rub your hand over your vent and you'll get rid of all that built-up lint. Yeah, exactly. All right, Mr. Callagher, that about does it for us. Why don't you give out your phone number one more time? 218-390-0615. Thanks for listening. You got it. And 218-348-7653 down here in Punta Gorda, Florida. Um, thank you for listening to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show over the years. And uh, we're very happy that you do. And um, please listen to us in the upcoming weeks. Um, we are interrupted a little bit by sports events, but, um, you know, we're always coming back. Hey, welcome back to the last segment of this week's Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Jim Rodney and Gary Callagher here from REMAX. I'm going to give you my phone number down here in Punta Gorda, Florida. If you want to have any information about the real estate market down here, give me a call. My number is 218-348-7653, or my email is easy, jimrodning at gmail.com. Mr. Callagher, please give out your digits. Yep, up here in the Twin Ports, 218-390-0615. That's always the best way to get a hold of me. If I don't answer, you can text me as well. 218-390-0615. We forgot to for, we forgot to talk about our fledgling Vikings. Ah, we don't have to. They lost. Yeah. Well, but I, I also want to remind folks, Jim, if you don't have time to listen to the uh, uh, Twin Ports Real Estate Show on Saturdays, we do have a podcast, and our podcasts are posted every Monday after uh, the weekend show. And um, uh, so, if, you, if you're into podcasts, uh, we're certainly there. And uh, uh, we're KDL. trying to update our picture. Our picture hasn't been updated yet. Oh. And we kind of look like a couple of bums, but there you we're, go. Uh, it's we're a radio show. They don't. They're not. They're not looking at us. <laughs> All right, Gary, get so, us some. Give us some stats, folks. Stats. Uh, current stats in the, in the uh, Twin Ports side of the bridge. Uh, we currently have seventy six active listings for the month of January. That's uh, that's a good number. So far this month, we've sold thirty eight homes. And we have 75 listings under contract. So uh, we've got some active activity going on, albeit it's a little bit slow. Um, there is, uh, uh, there is a, a pulse of real estate, real estate activity on the side of the bridge. Over in Superior, Jim, we have 19 active listings, only two sold so far this year. There are 18 pending properties over on the Superior side of, side of the bridge. So it's a little bit slower over there, but I think that's all seasonal and it's always uh uh you know it's cold and snowy at it it's cold and snowy yes and you're all sweaty from uh shoveling all the time well that, i'm just sweaty it. from I, the heat i've lost a little bit, bit of weight shoveling this year. a boy so in any event jim uh be interesting to, to see when this market kicks in up here but things are certainly uh, a little bit seasonally slow right now and as they uh develop and material materialize will certainly keep the, uh, uh, the, the people of the uh, Twin Ports up to speed as to what's going on. All right. That's and it. down in Florida. Yeah, you know, and, and we'll keep you up to date down here too. Gary, we're, we're already all out of time. All right, folks, thanks for listening to this week's uh, edition of the Twin Ports Real Estate Show, and we'll talk with you next week. <laughs>